Hello, welcome. Uh, I'm your co-host Ethan with uh, my other co-host uh, Christian. Uh, this is uh, the first podcast for uh, Silverlight Sports Betting Podcast. Um, just a quick overview. Uh, we're going to start out with our NFL picks and then kind of uh, halfway through move into uh, college football. So, uh, Christian, want to take it from here? Yeah, this podcast is produced to share our picks for the week. We stick primarily to football between NCAA and NFL games. Our goal is to be correct in our picks every time, and our staff goes to great lengths to research games before announcing our predicted winners. We will post the podcasts every Wednesday night so that every big football game of the week can be wagered on. Also, Silverlight Podcast does not force anyone to gamble. These are simply our picks of the week. We do not guarantee financial success by following our picks, and we are not responsible for your losses in any way. If you are struggling with a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. So now we'll go do as we said. We'll jump right into the NFL. Uh, week three here in the NFL. We've got some pretty interesting games. Uh, some games that we want to... we got four that we really want to cover that we really liked, that our team picked out, that we feel confident about the, to share with you. I'll jump right into the game, game one, which is Thursday night. Jets versus Browns. Uh, we got the, the Browns as three-point favorites. They're minus 165 on the money line. We are taking the Browns in this game. Uh, we think between that defensive front led by Miles Garrett, uh, who we believe is one – I mean, he's, it's fair to say he's about one step, one step uh, short of Cleo Mack. Yep. He's, right, he's right up there at the cusp of the top pass rushers. Uh, he's, he's more mobile or versatile than a lot of people think. His ability to drop back into coverage to, to guard those uh, short slant routes and uh, throws to the flat – proved to be effective through the first two weeks. I think he's fantastic, and the versatility of Christian Kirksey at linebacker, very underrated, one of the top linebackers in the NFL, and a very sound secondary in Cleveland. I think that will be enough to throw off the young, explosive Sam Darnold, the Jets, who's been inconsistent, but does show flashes of brilliance. I think, though, defense overwhelms the Jets here, and that will suffice enough for them to be the three-point favorites here. Yeah, um, I like them on the money line here as well. Uh, I think they're gonna. I mean, uh, are they gonna cover the spread? Yeah, I think it's so. gonna be. It's it's uh, gonna be tight with the spread. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to this. Um, Sam Darnold. I know week one, uh, people were comparing him to Brett Favre. Uh, I mean, you think he's got the gunslinger mentality, just like Brett Absolutely, Favre? Absolutely, he does. Uh, I agree. I think uh, and this is gonna be this is gonna be some growing pains here. Uh, this, is, this year is gonna have some growing pains for him. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, his targets, his number one's Quincy Nunwa. He's not bad. He's not great. Um, and then after that, he's got Terrell Pryor, Roby Anderson. Yeah, Roby Anderson's not bad either. That uh, one-two punch uh, at the running back position. It's it's like a second-class one-two punch. It's not yeah, like it's not Camara and Ingram. Yeah, it's not where it's at. So those that's that's the running game is. Is okay, but it's yeah. not something that I think the Browns can't handle. Yeah. I think the Browns keep that Jets defense to under twenty. On the flip side, I think the Jets defense is not is is definitely underrated. I don't think they're a top ten defense. I don't think they're a bottom third defense. I think they're somewhere in the middle. Um, I think, I think you'll see though the Browns offense do enough to kind of put up between twenty and thirty points. We'll go somewhere in the middle. I think the Browns win this game. To me, twenty four twenty. Cover the spread barely, but I think they will cover. Uh, on I think they will win on the money line, certainly. Yeah, breaking news: jo- uh, Josh Gordon's no longer with the Browns. I mean, 
is he going to be a big missing piece here? I, I don't think so. I, he came in huge week one uh, with that touchdown catch. I mean, that thing was a thing of beauty. Uh, he was only targeted three times. I think him and Tyrod were not on the same page. I mean, it's clear they're not. It's, what did Josh Gordon? He missed what, yeah, he the entire preseason? Yeah, he missed, he missed the entire – he showed up to camp uh, about one week before the regular season started. He was – Part of the game plan, uh, week one, caught three passes, caught a big catch there to tie them up against the Steelers. At the end of the day, though, that could have been pretty much anybody in that role. Ninjoku can be a a red zone presence and go up and catch balls over people to fill that spot. He wasn't really being utilized. I don't think it affects their offense too much. You got some really explosive young guys. Callaway, that guy's promising. Callaway and Landry are going to be enough at the wide receiver position. Yeah, more than enough for him. Especially, and those two targets, I mean, those are enough to beat the Jets for sure. I think they'll beat the Jets, like I said. I think somewhere around 24-20. Yeah. Uh, so, and last point on that, yeah. I, you already touched on it, but, I mean, this Browns defense, you said they are pretty good. I agree with you. Um, are they the best? Are they a top five defense? No. But, I mean, they've played a hell of a lot better offenses yeah. than this Jets I think they're a top third they defense. Should be, they should a top, be a top third of the NFL in defense. They should be look, the, the Browns defense should be licking their chops going, in, going into week three. Yep, I agree. And then moving on, another team that should be licking their chops on defense, Chicago. Oh, yeah. Fair Chicago enough. against the Cardinals. Uh, Bears against the Cardinals. I, I'm very, very, very happy with the six-point uh, favorites of Chicago. I think it could be much greater re- realistically. The Cardinals have six combined points through two games, and they've allowed 58. Uh, look for the Bears' offense to kind of do a little bit more this week, a little more flexibility with Trubisky allowing him to do a little more of what he wants to do in the passing game, which will be, which will be very interesting to see what he can do. Uh, and this is the right game to get him going, certainly. Uh, like I said, I think this is not the game that you see the Cardinals start to figure things out on offense. Khalil Mack is an absolute force this season. Uh, without a doubt, probably the best defensive player in the season so far. I think he continues his dominance through this week in Arizona and, uh, and, and, and continues to beat up quarterbacks and disturb run games the whole nine yards. Bears absolutely should roll through this game with no problem. I think... Realistically, for me, the Bears' offense should be able to put up uh, upper 20s, low 30s in points, and I don't see the Cardinals' offense scoring double digits. No. I'm saying this is my my lock of the week. Uh, Pretty much what Chris said. I I mean... Covers, uh, they got to cover the six points. Six I points. think they're going to beat them by two touchdowns. I think I don't even think the Arizona Cardinals are going to get a touchdown. They shouldn't against this defense. Uh, Cleo Mack, probably the best player in the NFL at the moment. Uh, I mean, he's got more turnovers than the entire Raiders defense through two weeks. Um, John Gruden's ego got in the way of a great player there, and Chicago capitalized. I, I, it's an, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Um, and I think I think Gruden's probably yep. hurting a little bit on this one. I think the whole Raiders yep. <laughs> franchise is feeling this. And, one. And, and believe it or not, the Bears the Bears are hungry, man. They're they're upset that they lost Week One, which they should be. Um, I think Nagy's aggressive. Finally, the Bears have an aggressive coach. They're going to come out firing. They're not going to be running the ball in third and five. This is going to be a blowout, and I think the Bears are going to win by. If there's ever been a game that looks like it could be a blowout, it's this one. Everyone's expecting it. We've seen Chicago sputter in games like this in the past, but I think because how dynamic the defense is this year, that we won't see this issue happen here, and they'll do the job that they're supposed to do. That's what I'm looking forward to. Chicago rolls. Yeah. Let's move on. The Cowboys versus the Seahawks. This is a game that's pretty evenly matched. You see that in the in the in the spread. Cowboys one and a half point underdogs. Personally, I like the Cowboys to win. I'm taking them on the money line. They're even on the money line. I like that. My money's flat 
Uh, I think that the Cowboys will come out and do a little more on offense than they've been doing. I think they're going to let Dak Prescott play Dak Prescott's game. You're not going to get your traditional Tony Romo quarterback there. They need to realize things are changing. Let him do a little bit more. Let Ezekiel Elliott start to get his feet underneath him a little bit more. We saw that towards the end of last game. He started to catch fire a little bit. Let's let him do his thing. Cowboys defense, underrated. They've barely let up any points this season. They let up eight last week. They let up 16 against a, a pretty explosive Carolina offense with McCaffrey and Newton. Yep. I think we saw the Seahawks last week against Chicago. They got one guy, Russell Wilson. They rely on Russell Wilson to do everything. You're not going to win a lot of games in the National Football League relying on a quarterback to make every play for you. They don't have a run game. Rashad Penny's not ready. He should be sitting. He should be rotating in more. He's getting a lot of carries. Saw 75 yards on 20 carries, 27 carries last week against Chicago. I think we continue to see the the Cowboys moving forward, and the Seahawks are going to fall to 0-3. Picking Cowboys to win on the money line. Yeah, I agree with Chris on this. Is this game by all means going to be a, a, a clear win? No. I mean, this game is going to be close. Uh, I... I, like he said, I thought Wilson did a pretty damn good job against the Bears. Uh, he was a one-man show out there, and I was actually pretty damn impressed with how he handled himself against the Bears' defense, which, again, I'm going to argue and say they're probably a top-three defense in the NFL. Um, I just I, I can't see this being a blowout. I know it's not going to be. I do think the Cowboys are going to get the better of the Seahawks' defense. I think the Cowboys win. I think uh, Ezekiel Elliott's going to be too much to handle for the Seahawks' defense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the last game, those are our first three games. Those are our most confident games uh, our staff and I have discussed through the course of this week. But we'll throw in a bonus game because it's fun. Why not? We got the Steelers versus the Buccaneers. I got the Buccaneers on the money line in this. They're also even on the money line. Uh, one and a half point underdogs here again. Here's why I'm picking the Bucks. Steelers, locker room issues. Antonio Brown all week. Issues with him. Le'Veon still nowhere to be seen. Tomlin has no control of his staff. Roethlisberger is iffy. He had a great second half last week, but don't let that fool you. He's dealing with some problems. I think Bucks win on the money line. I think Fitzpatrick keeps the ball rolling. They're they're white hot on offense right now. Don't take that out of there. That's not going to change this week. Bucks win. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I can see the Bucks having enough to move past the Steelers here on the money line. Yeah. I mean, I think this is my Boynton game of the week. I think this is this is tough. Uh, this game is going to go either way. Can the Steelers pick up momentum over here? I think the Steelers a pretty pretty damn slow start. Um, obviously, no Le'Veon. I didn't expect them to be this bad without Le'Veon. I mean, at this point, it looks like Tomlin's got no control over the team. Uh, not not a good image right now. I just I, the Steelers. I don't know. I, can Fitzy keep the magic going? I don't know. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good test for Fitzy. Um, yeah. I mean, Chris, you got the Bucks. I got the Bucks in the money line. Yeah. I'm. That's who. I, that's who I was leaning towards as well. Um, now, my Tony, you throw your money on that game? No. I, our staff thinks it's gonna be a close game. Bucks are gonna pull it out, but it's not our lock of the week. So. Yeah. That's that's what we got for the NFL this week. What we'll do is we'll transition over to uh, to the college side. Ethan will take the front on this one, and we'll get rolling right away. Penn State, Illinois. Take yeah. It. All right. Penn State, Illinois, interconference game. Um, money line, avoid. Avoid like the plague. I mean, Penn State's going to absolutely smack Illinois uh, for a good reason. Can the stars align and Lovey Smith and the fighting line I get a win? It's possible. I give it below a 5% chance. Um, now, what we do like on this game is the spread. 
do we think Penn State's going to cover the 28-point spread? That's a lot. No. In an interconference game like this, Lovey Smith and his defense are going to come to play. I don't think they're going to allow the, this Penn State team to run all over them at home, too, and win by more at than 28. In Illinois, I think Lovey Smith, defensive-minded uh, head coach, he's got a lot of big game experience. This is a big game for them. Penn State is ranked 10th in the country right now. The question that everyone has is, for this game, can Lovey Smith, with three weeks of film under his belt now for this season, see enough in that game film to throw off the Penn State offense attack? We're not talking about winning a game. We're talking about keeping them under 28-point difference. I think that absolutely they can keep it to an under 28-point difference. I think it'll be closer to 21 or 14-point uh, win for Penn State. I, I just think that 28 is pretty steep. I'd like Illinois at home to be able to, to keep it there. I would take Illinois uh, on the spread plus yep. 28. 100% agree with you. I, I, yeah, there's facts out there. Penn State uh, beat Kent State by over 50, and Illinois beat them by 7. I, yeah, is that going to translate over to this game? I don't think so. I, week, week one, they, I think Illinois is playing okay. Um, I, I just I just think 28 steep. So. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, I think we got the uh, next one's going to be the uh, firecracker game of the week. Um, Louisville versus Virginia. I I don't know. I, uh, Virginia's favorite heavy in this. Uh, Louisville on the money, uh, plus 175. I think I think if you want to put your money in there, uh, get a pretty damn good payout um, and have a hell of a good time watching the game. I think this is your game. Um, Virginia lost to a pretty solid Indiana team. Chris, you agree? Yeah, Indiana's playing good ball this season so far, and it, it's not a loss that you can take and say that, that this team is not legitimate because of that. I think Indiana's a pretty legitimate this te- team this year. Twenty top twenty five, no, but close. So I got I got uh, Virginia still a pretty good team, but I think Louisville's underrated. People don't know what to make of Louisville without Lamar Jackson being there for the last few years. His first year without him. I think they're making a little too much of it. I think Louisville's still a pretty good team. I think they are still got some explosive attributes. I think I like Louisville on the money line as well. Uh, plus 175, that gives you a little bit of excitement to put a little money in and get a bigger payout. It's not. A, it's nothing that we, we feel like as a lock, but we do like it um, for the fact that there's a lot of unknowns. And at plus 175, it's fun. So I, I'm rolling with Louisville on this yep. on the money line. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we we our staff looked into it big time. Uh, their predicted score is 33-22. Uh, to 22. Louisville takes a cake. I got to agree with them here. I mean, both teams are 2-1. But Louisville is three and zero against Virginia the past couple of years. I just don't see this. Thirty three twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty three twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty three. Yeah. I will. Well, we ran it through our our program here, and I just again, I, I I can't see. Yeah, Virginia's offense is more explosive, more patient. They got a young, fast, athletic quarterback. I think Louisville's defense can hold them. I think I think Virginia's defense is is better. Would you agree on that? Yeah, Virginia's defense is solid, but. I, I can't. I, something about Louisville, they're not going to lose to Virginia. Uh, Virginia Louisville will win. Uh, take them on the money line, plus 175. Um, if you're looking for, I guess, another little uh, fun little fact is if you're looking for a parlay, this game is going to go over 54.5 points. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. It's gonna, I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, so, yeah, moving on to the next game, Tennessee versus Florida. Uh, Chris likes this one more than the Louisville-Virginia game. Um yeah, I mean, Florida and Tennessee, very, very even teams. Florida with a bad loss to Kentucky, although Kentucky, I'll give them credit, they're playing pretty good ball. 
Tennessee uh, week one uh, got blown out by West Virginia. I would rank them in a tier one team here. I think they're one of the best. Um, and I think Tennessee's offense is their best defense when done right. Uh, if they hold on to that ball in the E-clock, I think it's going dis- to discourage this Gators team. And the Volunteers are going to beat a mediocre Florida team this year. Uh, I would take them on the money line plus 165. Uh, what are your thoughts, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm in the kind of the same boat as you. So, uh, yeah, I think Florida can Florida can can win this game. But I would I think that uh, Tennessee being underdogs on the money line 165 is a little bit more fun. I don't. I, again, it's one of those games. It's another toss up. I think. Uh, Tennessee is playing better after that blowout week one than people anticipated, and I think that Florida is uh, a team that's maybe even still overrated at this point. So, yeah, yep. Let's get to the big one. The big, All right, this, big is, this is the big boy. This is the big boy. Um, lock? I don't know. I don't. I it's tough to say. Not a lock, but, but this is confidence Iowa, coming into this game. Yeah, I'd say there's big confidence. Our, uh, yeah, the staff reviewed it with us. We felt very confident with it. We got Iowa versus Wisconsin. Iowa on the money line, plus 125. Iowa is home. There's plenty of magic in that stadium. Uh, they beat Ohio State last year. Huge, huge, huge win. Uh, Wisconsin's going to be – they're going to be licking their chops. They're going to want to win. They just had a bad loss to BYU. I think Wisconsin's offense is bad. I think Wisconsin as a team overall is very overrated. I don't think they're number six. I think that's disrespectful to even rank them that high. Yeah, they have one of the best running backs, Jonathan Taylor. I just don't see... Well, they're so run-heavy that that teams can key on that run game all day long. You shut that down. It doesn't really matter how great you are. If you got big guys up front, big, good, solid defensive lines, um, it's going to discourage the run game. And you see a passing game that's less than mediocre. It's not a a Tier 1 passing game in college football. And we see it every year. Iowa pull off some sort of big win at home in a game like this. Um... I like Iowa to win this game, plus one twenty-five. That that's there's a decent amount of confidence in that, so we'll see that happen. I I believe we'll see that happen this week. Yeah, I I, I just I truly do believe that there's some magic in Iowa this year. Um, and not to mention, if Iowa wins this game, they're they're looking at a shot at at the big time. I mean, you beat Wisconsin, that's like dethroning the king there, minus Ohio State. Yeah. So, um, all right, last game. This is kind of a little. Uh, this is a sneaky game. Uh, Kansas versus Baylor. Um, Baylor is a better team. Are they playing good ball this year? They're nowhere near the Baylor Bears that they used to be. They're kind of irrelevant. Um, I think Kansas is really sneaky. They're surprising a lot of people. Yeah, no one expected Kansas to be good after no. winning one game last year, I believe. Um, I think Kansas continues to roll. They've been rolling this season. Their offense has put, been putting up a decent amount of points. We've seen offenses against Baylor this season putting up a decent amount of points. I can see that trend continuing at that generous 260 money line intrigues me enough to say, let's roll with it. Yep. It's a little that, hot sauce game of the week, baby. That, yeah, that's your hot sauce game of the week. If it's you want to throw money. something it's in there, fun. have it hit. That's some magic right there. A little, tasty, little tasty stuff. Taking there. the girl out for a nice dinner. spice. All right. Um, before we end today's uh, episode, we're going to uh, go ahead and uh, read off our picks. Uh, Chris and I both, uh, the Jiffy Lube Parlay of the Week, we both put money on. Uh, we got the Browns on the money line, minus 165. We got the Bears covering minus 6. And we got Stanford uh, covering minus 2. That together, you put 100, you risk 100, you win 500. It's a great payout. Uh, you can't ask for anything better than that. And again, our lock of the week is straight up at the Bears to cover minus 6.5. That's, that's, that's the closest thing in betting to guaranteed money that you can get. Yeah. 
just this look at the pure numbers alone involved in that game, let alone the direction that the Chicago Bears are going with that momentum carries through. Absolute. You want to win some money this week? Take the Bears on the on the spread. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next week. We'll have more picks for you. And uh, enjoy making money.